Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 thegamecom It's Sam and Greg on this 28th day of January, coming in with what a lot of people feel is the greatest three-piece rock band of all time. Okay. Yeah, ZZ Top fan? Yo, man, ZZ Top. Of course, the people who like Rush or the yeah. police are screaming at the radio right now, but, you know, it's <laughs> subjective. As we say to you at the top of the hour, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And good morning, you folks in Fairburn. Wonderful Fairburn. Fairburn. What you all got to say about Fairburn? All the way down. Let me see you get on this. That's Highway 29, go down that way. Or 27. We're getting the number. Anyway, Roosevelt Highway. <laughs> you drive that and take you all the way down. down, down Roosevelt Highway. Yeah, take you all the way down. That sounds like a song. Yeah, that's the name of the highway that takes you down through South Fulton down to uh, Venture, I'm thinking Venture down, 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 down to uh, down to Fairburn, man. Like, All right, good well, good place to go eat down there. Is it really? You got a recommendation? It's called Green Manor. Green Manor, okay. That's it's a nice. nice time one day. We take a ride down there. Also, if you just to, I have to roll you out when you get through. Well, then I won't be eating there like that. And to get you in a real Dude, I'm, I'm this close. I know, but you I'm you this see, close to I, my magical number. You get in that place, man. I have to put you in a wheelbarrow and just roll you right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Anyway, now, before we get over there, I got checked, but I want to. Yeah, get you this. did. Yeah, well, that's yes, fine because you did. this is one of the things that I love about our audience. If I say something, and ninety five percent of the time, it's you know stuff that I try to, you know, get you thinking. That when you just leave us going, did you hear that nonsense that Greg said earlier today? But it's not like it's anything between you and I. It's things that happened on this day. It's insignificant information, but it makes you think. You brought up all that stuff earlier that we were talking about. Had no idea about. Didn't know the coach from Kell played football and got a scholarship. It was a now then just play played with T.O. Yeah, man. Played with T.O. So again, we're always providing some sort of little information. All right. So in my rundown earlier, my early rundown of, of insignificant information that happened on this day, I had mentioned that Edward the eleventh succeeded Henry the Eighth as King of England. <laughs> And a caller called in. Oh dear! And said, "Eric, would you would you come back on, please, and and, and say what yeah, the caller said?" And I forgive. Uh, he called out a Buford. I didn't catch his name, but he okay. said, "I'm calling out a Buford." And he said, uh, "Please tell the guys that it's Edward the Second, and that your Roman numeral is a the second, not an eleventh. Okay. So now, thank you, caller from no, Buford. No, well, no, we don't thank him yet. Okay. Because here's what? the thing. What? I ask you all, we what all does the – well, we thank them, but not for that information because turns out we're both wrong. Oh! We're both wrong. <laughs> okay. I, I misread. It ain't like I look at Roman Nubles every day. I just got to pause and think about it, especially when, especially when Super Bowl comes around, right? right? Okay. So I mistook a V for an X. So what does the V in, in the Roman numeral stand for? Five. Five. What does – so if you saw V1, what it's would it be? It's four. No. V oh six V one is six thank yeah. you one V is four V right. one is six yes this was says V one so it's the six Edward yeah Edward the sixth so he was the sixth wow okay he wasn't the eleventh so, so the caller knew you were reading Roman numerals so he figured that you said eleven when you meant well I two. know I I misspoke yeah. period I yeah, misread okay. the Roman numeral all right okay but I still took the Roman numeral and added one <laughs> okay so I was kind of there. <laughs> But he said two. I don't. The yeah. V don't look nothing yeah. like a regular. Woman. Well, he wasn't looking at a computer screen. He just he knew yeah, you was reading Roman was numerals. He said wrong. that. He said he's reading Roman numerals, yeah. and he's saying the eleventh, and yeah. it should be the second. I was well, wrong. Well, I was around. I was around smart folks from Buford a couple of weeks ago for that spelling bee. But that's <laughs> yes, you were. Yes, you were. All right. Before we get into uh, some NFL talk, yeah. I, I want to ask you guys mm-hmm. just take a second, and this is for the audience too, because there was something happened on this day. And it's one of those things in life. In fact, it happens once a generation. Once a generation. Okay. I think we've had two things 
you and I, Mr. Crenshaw, but for the most folks, I think it's two, th- maybe two, that when you bring this up, you say, where were you when this happened? 9-11. Okay, that's one that people say, where were you when 9-11 hit? And most people can remember where they were. Okay. Today was the day the space shuttle blew up. Yeah. Exploded. Mm-hmm. Where were you? It was my first day working in Augusta, Georgia. Um, first day working, and I was sent over to the medical college to do a man on the street. Just talk to people about it. But that's my first day working. You were the, first day working? In Augusta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, space, 1986. Mm-hmm. On this day, Space yeah. Shuttle Challenger exploded 73 seconds into its flight. Mm-hmm. You've all seen the footage. We don't need to recap that. Lost seven souls mm-hmm. on that flight. I was on the air at 96. And that's when radio had to split the signal. So I literally was doing the AM side. Okay. John Boy Bryant, for those who listened to 96 Rock for a long time, it was, it, was, it was the morning show, Mark and Steve, and then John Boy and then Katie would come on. Willard did nights. Mm-hmm. But John, they had to split the, the AM and FM signal. The FCC hadn't bad, you know, the uh, deregulation, deregulation, whatever the word is. They ain't figured out. out what to do with FM yet. Yeah. They were still figuring out. <laughs> we got this FM, yo. What do we do with this? Just hanging out here. So not only did, <laughs> yeah, and not only, I think back then you had to turn the channel, you had to, you had to turn the signal off at a certain time at dusk. Yeah. Somewhere in there. On AM, yeah. But yeah, the AM and FM during middays had to be split. So I was the AM midday jock and still literally spinning vinyl. Yeah, records, mm-hmm. and this news came still across, and I had no idea how to present that to the audience, and it's one of my worst days. And again, I just started, like you would just start. I had just yep. started, and um, fresh off a cruise ship, <laughs> but um, that's where I was. Yeah. Eric, do you remember? You were a youngster, probably back then. I was in grade school, probably the third or fourth grade. Do you, did, the, did the teacher, did the class do anything? They stopped the class or anything? Because this is one. Of I want to say we all sat around the TV to watch the the yeah. launch. And actually, I do remember that now. We, you know, because they made a big deal of it. Well, I would think. Yeah, and we sat around the TV. You know, those TVs they rolled in on the cart back right. those yeah, days. Man. So yeah, man. With the VCR, yeah. and the <laughs> and you only had a handful of you them. Only in had the school. a handful. Yeah, you had to share those between third and fourth grade. Right. Yeah. Everybody didn't get one. Yeah, and um, yeah, I remember sitting down as a classroom, and then you of course when it exploded, now. we didn't necessarily know know what had happened. What had right. happened? Yeah, but yeah. I do remember that now. Yeah. Anyway, I just want to throw that out there. I'm sure the audience is 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 going back those old enough. To remember where they were, but it happened on this day, January 28th. Where were you when the uh, Space Shuttle Columbia exploded? Uh, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. I'm going to give you another one. We'll take us nicely into what we're going to talk about here on this day, 1960. The NFL granted two franchises. They two? were, they were, yeah, two of two. them. The, the NFL on this day granted two cities NFL franchises. Dallas and Minnesota. There you go, Mr. Crunch, control of the board stage. I just Sam. guessed it that, you know, yeah, but, but, um, yeah, yeah, those Dallas were the Minnesota. two, and one of them's in the play. Well, both of them were in the playoffs. Minnesota, just for a second, I think they were in the wild card playing game or something like that. But Cowboys are going at it uh, for a little bit, and then they got <laughs> knocked out like they do. And we're not going to talk about what should happen with that team and the coaches and all of that stuff. But we got two matchups going on tomorrow. And by the way, if you can't get in front of a TV tomorrow, we will have both games for you. The NFC get Championship game is first, pregame at two o'clock, kick at two thirty followed by the AFC game. And of the two, which one are you looking most forward to watching? Um, AFC. Mm. I just think I just think we got we got a couple of quarterbacks working there that I think are going to be You wish you know, they were both 100% though. Yeah, yeah, you wish they were, but I think you got a couple of quarterbacks that'll be be fun to watch. 
Is you don't you don't think that's going to be the case in the first one? Um, <laughs> I mean, that's actually the untold. I mean, you got you got one you you got you got one that both are kind of, are kind of oddities. You know what I mean? But one has gotten his chance, and people have basically left him alone, and he's done fine. The other one, even when the season started, had no idea he's going to be doing what he's doing. Third string quarterback, man. No idea, and so that that he makes was it a, the water a, for that folks. makes that makes it in the, right, right. You know what I mean? He's ready to spend a nice season on the sideline with the clipboard and the baseball cap. My my, my, <laughs> my question is: How many agents have been knocking on his door throughout this last third of the season? wanting to get him to sign or fire your other guy because the agent he had at the beginning of the season should be completely different from the agent he has now <laughs> because they're going to be a whole lot of conversation about negotiations moving forward with this dude, whether it's with San Francisco and it would be a crime for them to get rid of him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But whatever happens next with this dude is going to happen in a big way. They got to make sure that starter is going to be recovered and, and, and be ready to, to go when, when camp starts. If not, he's – you know, he looks like the guy. Jimmy G's going to go get some cash. Well, Jimmy G's going somewhere He's else. He's going to go get paid. And, 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 you know, who else would you bring in? Who else is there? You're not going to go out and get a veteran that could do better. How could you bring in somebody or guarantee that somebody's going to do better than what he's done? No. And even if he loses tomorrow. He's still done infinitely more than most people thought he would do and shown a toughness. But here's the biggest thing, Sam. He has shown and he has produced a relationship with the rest of that team, especially the offense, that you don't normally just get by showing up and being there and winning a couple games. He's got them. He has their support. They've got his back, and we've heard that. We've heard them talk about him in the, in the, um, in, in the huddle, how he commands it, how he, how he feels you know, confident and, and also has fun in there. So all those things that you want to hear from offensive linemen, from the guys who play in these specialty positions about him, Christian McCaffrey talking about what kind of player this quarterback is. Happy to have him as his quarterback. Well, talk about happy. Really? And then about Christian McCaffrey. Well, that's true, too. Right, okay. That's true, too. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. And, and it's no, and to me, it's no accident that his arrival on that team kind of coincided with this, with this streak that they're on. You know? His, him his, getting him, healthy, yeah. Him getting healthy and joining that and coming to that team. Uh, to me is very much an integral part of them being where they are right now. But is is this the one that Kyle Shanahan can close the deal on? That's what you got to ask. He can get this far. We've seen that happen. But that's the problem with him and the teams that he has coached. We've seen him get to the championship games. We've seen him get to a Super Bowl. Yeah. But get it across the finish line. So the tag that everybody gives you is this sort of so-and-so type of coach, I'll let them fill the words in, is justified. But if you don't, if you don't win it all, eh, bridesmaid again. There's a chance. And the thing of it is, what's the likelihood that this be the one of the other quarterbacks he was dealing with in those scenarios, that this quarterback be the one to get him through? You know what I mean? I don't, uh, I, I, I don't about know. That, right? I was in a Walmart just a couple days ago, and a dude was walking next to me in an Indianapolis coach's jersey. I said, what y'all going to do for a coach? He said, forget the coach. And then he went about two minutes on Matt Ryan <laughs> and how them folks up there feel. Who was very good last week on CBS. Was he? Yes, he was yeah. very good. They had him in studio, CBS, and I think if he wants to go in that direction, they got it all lined up for him. Speaking of directions, we are going to go down under next, get uh, updates, thoughts, and just an overall feel for what is going on in the world of tennis. Karen Pustain is going to join us next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And, yep, you can take us with you on the Odyssey app. 
Saturday morning, beautiful outside, but it's chilly. It's chilly. I know a place it's where it's warming a lot, up. I know a place where it's a lot warmer. It's uh, at the Australian Open. It's we, it's summertime. We, time we, we can't get there this afternoon, though. <laughs> no, we can't. No, we can't. Uh, we will get there in time for the men's final. I know how much you want. Yeah, to see well, that I won't be going final. down there for that. I, I, if I was next door, you couldn't get me in the stadium <laughs> for that. Uh, uh, you but, hear her laughing? She yeah, knows she, that, right? She's, if she's she gave me front row tickets, she'd know I'd be out. She's here now. You cutting up already? She's here. She's hearing how you cutting up already here. And I don't we, like joking. And we ain't even <laughs> mentioned his name, and she's already. Yeah, please don't. Uh, joining us on the way Baltimore for Dunkin' Hotline. We're, we're so happy. Baltimore, uh, we're so happy to be joined by Karen Pistain. Yes, from we Tennis are. Tennis Panorama News. Karen, Karen, first of all, good morning. Uh, welcome back. And how, 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 how are you? I'm, I'm well. I'm well. Uh, soon I won't have to be getting uh, staying up all night. <laughs> <laughs> Only one more night of staying up all night. <laughs> How would For the you... Australian Open final, men's final, three thirty a.m. tomorrow. Yeah, no, nah, I know you're working, but you know, there's no reason to get up that early. To watch that dude. <laughs> it just really isn't. But as as we as we come to the end of another major, how do you capsulize this? Because we we saw what happened with the women's final and a, another name. Unless you follow tennis, you don't know that name. But you know, we kind of know Azarenka and, and 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 the success she's had. But we had a winner today that. Like I said, unless you follow the sport, you don't know how she has come back in matches being down. Now, she won the first set, but you know it went to three sets. She's had to come back. Yep. In the last uh, Arena, X amount of tournaments, she's done the same thing. They just weren't majors. This is true. Um, yeah, Arena, Arena, she hasn't lost. Serena Sabalenka, sorry. Uh, she hasn't lost this entire year. She won the Adelaide tournament. So she has only dropped one set in 2023. But Arena, she's she's always been on the cusp of doing something. But it's like her head gets in the way. Her mental state gets in the way. And watching the last uh, game of the of the match, actually, where she – she had to get. She had uh, four set. Sorry, four match points before she closed it out. You're thinking, is she going to give this away like she's done in the past? Is she going to give it away? But she held firm, and you know her mental approach has changed, apparently, and so she she got through. She got through. Yeah, no, spending time on the way for it. Dot com outline. Well, Karen Pistain of Tennis Panorama News. She is social. You can find her on Twitter at Tennis News TPN at Tennis News T. PN. Um, wow, we had two American women uh, up in the among the top seeds. None were able to make it through to the to this round. Uh, but then, what does it say about the women's you know bracket right now in any major tournament? Your top seed failed to make it through two weeks. Two weeks is a tough test. Um, but it seems like you know you you put your names in the bag and you draw one out right now. It's true. I mean, it's it's as though anybody can win. I mean, although the number one player in the world, Iga Swiatek, she it was a shock for for her to lose, but then she did lose to the the Wimbledon champion, who eventually got to the final there. 
So, uh, yeah, it's anybody's. It's like anybody's game, in a way, uh, as long as Iga is not playing well. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's anybody's game. And it was kind of a surprise for me um, to see not see Pagula or Goff get at least to the quarter. Well, uh, at least Goff didn't make it to the quarters because it was highly anticipated she'd play Iga Swiatek, but neither one of them made it. So, uh, so here we go. <laughs> yeah, when they uh, but the, when they go out in the semifinals of doubles because they're they were doubles partners and they um and they were the number two seed overall. So you were hoping maybe yes, if they didn't win singles, they get their doubles. Maybe, but there's some players who feel they play better when they play doubles because it's like getting extra practice. Um, I haven't heard uh, Pagula or Goff say whether or not that's why they do it. They both like to play it, so I guess I figured, you know what, extra practice, extra practice with my volleys and serving, and, you know, sometimes people play better playing both uh, both doubles and singles. Karen Pastana joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Okay, uh, Tiafo, you got um, Nick Kyrgios, or an American name that I don't know, but who in the – hopefully near future, gives Joker some kind of run. Because as we watch Nadal, and Federer's already gone, you know, they exit stage left, those all-time greats, and those people who, by the way, brought people to the TV who weren't hardcore tennis fans. They weren't in the bubble like you and, to some extent, my partner here. But mm-hmm. it, overall, is there a name? Is there somebody who you'd like to hit your wagon to and saying, you know what, another year of this kind of play? Or I think Karyos is close or Tiafo or whoever I may be missing. Who's that person on the men's side that you feel like is going to give Joker some competition? This it's it's tough. For, I'm, I'm going to be quite honest. It's tough for me to say. I mean, I mean Djokovic. Yeah, I mean all. I mean all around, he's just like he doesn't really have any weaknesses. That's an issue. <laughs> it's a big issue. And he has such confidence, and he likes being the villain. So he's like, yeah, if you boo him, it's okay. And he, he tries to play better. It, it's tough for me to say. I mean, one person who who I thought uh, is building confidence that gave Joker trouble, that was a couple of years ago, a kid called um, Jensen Brutsby. I was there to... <laughs> At the U.S. Open, when and Brooksby gave uh, Djokovic all he can handle in two sets, but then of course Djokovic, with the experience he had, uh, you know, beat him in four sets. But that was, you know, like a one-off. I mean, there's nobody who has a, uh, a record against Joker that's better than he has against them. So it's tough for me to say. And uh, playing this final against uh, Stefanos Tsitsipas tomorrow. Sissipas was up two sets to none on Djokovic in the French Open final in 2021. You know what happened there? Joker won. So I, it's tough to say. I can't tell. I, I, I honestly cannot tell you. Yeah. And, Karen, I think we would miss something by not having Alcaraz in this tournament because I think that might be where you have I think when you look at the men's side, you look at the youth, uh, you look at him and you look at the young American Ben Shelton and what he was able to do. And th- th- this guy wowed some people. First time outside the country, right? And uh, yes, he's really. First time he used his passport. <laughs> <laughs> but it, what, no, a, what an impressive, impressive two weeks, right? He <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, but Ben Shelton, yeah. The, but there are, you know, a lot of promising U.S. men coming up there. And, you know, four of them made the second week of the tournament. I mean, you had Shelton, you had. Uh, uh, Tommy Paul, 
Seb, Sebastian Corda, and everybody forgets about J.J. Wolf, uh, mm-hmm. known for his mullet haircut, by the way. Um, yeah, I kid you not. But, the, you know, the U.S., the young U.S. men, you know, then there's a new crop of them, and, you know, hope they do well, and they, they're all kind of team players amongst each other. They kind of support each other. So, you know, we'll see what happens. All right, moving forward, we are obviously going to get to you for the next one, which is the French Open. Between now and then, who did we not see in this one that you expect to see in the next one as far as big names? As far as big names, well, I do expect to see um, Carl, you know, Alcaraz back and uh, on the clay. And, uh, of course, Rafa's going to be out of, the, out of it. Rafa Nadal's going to be out of it for the next six to eight weeks. But he'll be, he'll be back for the French. And everyone tries to count him out all the time. Somehow the red clay, the Terabatu, or the French Open runs through that man's veins. So yeah. don't discount him. Yeah. Well, what about Curios? I mean, I mean, obviously not playing this tournament. Uh, I think he had some, some surgery that he's doing. Do you expect to yes. see him back by then? He should be back in it, but it all depends with him because is he in the mood to play it? <laughs> That's another thing. Yeah. Kyrgios, you never know with him. You just don't. I mean, he has seriously said in majors past that if he won, say, if he, if he won Wimbledon or this past time, if he had played the Australian Open and won, he said, I would have retired. So you don't know with him. He could be like, oh, yeah, you know, oh, I'm playing Miami or Indian Wells, and he wins one. You know what? I've had enough. Thanks. Goodbye. You don't know with him. You just don't know where his head is. By the way, did we say hello to her husband at all during this conversation? No, we didn't, man. We didn't we well, leave no, him no, alone. me, me and him. We're alone today. No, I'm not We're messing with him. a little bit later him. than usual. You making you... this worse? I just said, did we say hello to him? No, that's all I wanted to say. That's, that's Karen, usually, that's when we have on at 6:40. We got on later today. You making up. this worse than he's been? I just, just want to say, did I say hello? <laughs> See, he's po- he's poking the bear. I want to just always acknowledge him. But you know what? I was really going to ask you, Karen. <laughs> we only talked to you during the majors. For our audience members, what else are you doing between those majors where we can read you? you Obviously, what she posted? Panorama. You seen the little picture that she posted? What with the, yeah, I, I, the artwork, Well, right? I do. I, I cover a lot of other tournaments um, in the U.S. and overseas, and I actually do some work for my own site, which is TennisPanorama.com. Yeah, I mentioned that. So you can find me there, too, and, of course, on social media, and sometimes I, uh, I uh, freelance for other places. And uh, whether it's print or broadcast and sometimes TV, so I'm all over. But you can find me on Twitter at Tennis News TPN. <laughs> it feels weird plugging myself. I'm not used to that. Well, 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 we, well we're, 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 happy, we're happy for you to Absolutely. do that. And we've seen, like, well, what's the, the artwork we got with you and, and the microphone? You doing some voice work, too? Oh, I, I have done some in the past. Yes, I have. Oh. I, I'm a... Um, yes, I have. All right. <laughs> but well, I can help not you with, recently, but yeah. I can help you with that. See, I didn't know that, but I can, I can help you with the voice stuff. No, <laughs> yeah, seriously. No, seriously. You could, you could do oh, this. Oh, I know. I, yeah, anywhere yeah, in the I, country, I know. Anywhere in the world, for that matter. So I got a couple contacts that I have on the casting call, speaking of which, which we're doing next segment. Yeah. So, you know, there's some people. I tell everybody, you know, it is not that expensive to get started. You can put the equipment up in any room, and it travels with you. All right. So, yes, voiceover, and they could do it. You can do it until you don't got a voice anymore. So as you age, you're, you, you fall into different categories. And listen, you could start the kids off doing, you know, Disney stuff and, and, and things that you would hear kids doing all the way to senior citizen age. 
and you yeah. will change, and you'll get demos and things like that. I just did a casting call. I wouldn't do that. See, right look at that. See, see, but I can yeah, hook we, Karen we got up. them started. See, they take them long to get them going down that yeah, going down that road. That's that my Karen. fault. Go ahead. Doesn't, doesn't take long to get Greg doing that. You got me thinking about Green Matter too. We need to take Karen out there. That that would be great to bring Karen along out there. <laughs> Green Matter. Well, the thoughts about tomorrow is as we wrap things up down in Australia and 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 what we learned and and who it really jumped out at you. We know we mentioned Ben Shelton. Anyone on the women's side jumped out that you want to watch for as we go on and we get on, on with the rest of the tour, maybe when we get to Indian Wells, when we get to Miami? Well, you know, somebody who made the semis who uh, actually who veteran, uh, Victoria Azarenka, everyone kind of forgets that she won the Australian Open twice, 20, 2012 and 2013. So I look for her still to, be, still to be good. She's not going anywhere as far as I know. I mean, I know that's a veteran and all that. Um, and as for tomorrow's men's final, Djokovic in three. I wow. I don't see Sissipas doing anything. I'll be quite honest. I mean, I think after Sissipas uh, lost a two-set lead in 2021 in the French Open final, Djokovic owns his head. <laughs> so that's why that's my <laughs> prediction. I like what she says. Wow. Wow. And she ain't even got to get out of bed if it's only three matches. Yeah. She can just roll over, get the remote, yeah. watch three it, set, go, ba- three set go back to sleep. There we go. You'll be back to sleep by, you know, <laughs> Sunday service. Karen, uh, listen, as always, we can't thank you enough when you come on and, and, and grace us with your presence. And, and um, listen, we're going to miss you until the French Open comes around. Maybe there'll be a reason for us Ooh, to reach out come to up her. Now. We'll reach up. If something, something happens. Right. We don't know what, what, we what got breaks Yeah, hey, you never know. Yeah, you never, know, just, you never know what happens yeah. instead of. We just call the cell number. We ain't got to call the home number. Oh, we'll see. Call the cell number. We, 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 Karen, thank you again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As, thanks, guys. As always, have a wonderful rest of your weekend, Karen. Thank you. You too. Have a good one. Guys. All right. All right. You trying to start some stuff? We always acknowledge him when we well, have her on. You, you, just cause I you, just because you call it because you call it time and answer. And he said, "Who well, is this?" Well, he did. He was messing with me. <laughs> he was messing with me. And it's been like a joke. When she hangs up with him, he goes, "Ah, that's my Greg again." Who is this? Mention a casting call. It is. There's money flying through the <laughs> flying through the air. We're gonna let you know how to find some of it. Also, we're gonna talk more about Green Manor and an update on our poll. If yeah. you are, uh, well, we, I'll tell you about it in a minute. Here. We're uh, going to give you an update here. We're having some fun this morning, ain't we? We are, man. It's that ain't my fault. Yeah, Sam right. and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Karate movie. What's right? Thank you. Do not the game. 92.9thegame.com. I can't hear this song no more without thinking of Rush Hour. <laughs> Chris, Chris Tucker trying to teach Jackie Chan how to sing this song. <laughs> it ain't you all. It's y'all. You sound like a karate movie. <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame. Uh-huh. 92.9thegame.com. Uh, it's apropos to start talking uh, about movies and things like that in this segment because it's time for casting call. Yeah. This is where I just let you guys know, and I want you, most of you I know, don't give a p- about this. And, and God bless you, that means you are doing well enough. You got a job. You're, you're, you, know, you're, you don't need this as a second income. But if you do, y'all know I'm here. Greg.Clarkson, Odyssey.com, if you want to get started. I have helped a couple people, well, more than a couple people that I regularly reach out to during the course of a week. Okay. Or I may normally reach out to two or three. Yep. And that's, you know, look at that's enough. 
I changed I changed the lives of two or three people every week. I done done something. That's good. All right. That's a good thing. But it was like five or six this week for whatever reason. Maybe it's the holidays, you know, come and folks got pink slips, which happens every year. They're looking for looking for um you know, another income stream. And I've gotten a few that were parents asking about their kids. Okay. The minors. And what's going on and how do they go about it? I've getting a lot of questions about whether or not you need to be vaccinated still. Now, I will answer that right off the rip because this is important. This is like a, a deal breaker for a lot of people out there. It has gotten to the point, at least right now, where it depends on the project. You're right. And it's not necessarily the big studios that are comfortable with it or not comfortable with it or the, the independents. I'm, I'm actually shooting an independent movie this week, a small smaller budget one. But it's those things you have to do. You know, there's a play on right now that's going on in New York that I tell you what, I ain't never been to a Broadway play. But no? I want to see this one because of the two people in it. And it's, it's Samuel L. Jackson and John David Washington. Okay. Are in a play, and it's closing. But I got there late to the party, and I didn't know that they were on Broadway doing something. My point for saying that is this low-budget, um, uh, independent theater, things like that are what give you the foundation for acting. And people who are serious about it, a lot more serious than I am, these are the projects that you seek out. You obviously got to pay your bills, but this is where every actor who has achieved a certain level will, all you tell, will always tell you stories about their time doing these types of projects. Right. So I got one coming up this week and, and, and kind of looking forward to it. And next week I can tell you the title of it and who's about it, and everybody knows what it's about. Everybody. I'm confident in that. But just right now, uh, I, I'm really not at liberty to say much. So, But there are opportunities out there, folks. And, and if you've got any questions about how to look at this and, and if you're worried about whether or not you're vaccinated or not, no, check out the breakdowns for each of the casting directors. And I give you the list of the casting directors on each breakdown. My, my breakdown consists of like th- three different parts. You've got the jobs in front of the camera first. You've got the information about what's going on not only behind the camera, but the link to the um, Georgia Department of Labor so you can get the certificates for any minors who want to be in, these, in this business. And then a couple contacts for voiceover work, as I was just telling Karen about. And then I have the list of the extras casting directors along with a generic sort of how to submit yourself. Okay. So those are the three levels that you can find on every casting call that I post. And it depends on what you're looking for. I think I have it there. I made it idiot-proof. Well, idiot-proof for me. So if I can navigate through it, I figure that everybody else can. Wow. Um, So it's there. There's some jobs in front of the camera. Uh, I'll just tell you right now. Let me get to that real quick. There's some opportunities for um, stand-ins. And the stand-ins, this is a Disney project, man, and the stand-ins make more. Talked about this last and week. You just stand there. You don't speak. You do well. None of you. None of these jobs are going to speak unless you um, are asked to. But no. And stand-ins. You are really just there for when they need to change the lights. But you get paid more because you sh- you you are a shadow of the principal or the star. Change the lights. Meaning, okay, we've shot scene with camera facing stars talking. Okay, well we got to change the camera angle for behind them. Okay, or wherever they're going to put it. While that's going on, the principal or the star doesn't stand there the whole time. The Rock ain't standing there while they change cameras around. So there's a person who comes in and stands there. That's the stand-in, okay? And But wherever The Rock goes, if you're his stand-in or, or Kate Blanchett or whoever it is, wherever they go to eat, wherever they have to go to throughout the, um, the, throughout the production, 
stage, stages, wherever you follow them for the day that you're on set as their stand-in. You got dressed like them? You, well, sometimes. Okay. But you're there because of the height, hair color, complexion okay. that you mirror. So when the lights hit you, you are similar. So now, depending on, again, the production, you may have to dress like They got to find somebody as big as The Rock to just walk around with him? He's got Team Rock, my man. I told you about that when I saw that. There's four guys that follow this dude around, and they are all there for different parts of what he does. There's a dude who does his stunts. There's a dude who does his stand-in stuff. There's a there's There's... Another guy for something. There's like four of them, all I know, and they're called Team Rock. And a lot of these dudes, like I, I was going to bring one of them on the show. He played tight end at, at Utah. <laughs> <laughs> he did, man. And they are so happy. And these guys, like well, I'm I would, sure, I'm sure they're compensated pretty well. I would too. love to be. How about that? I'd be happy just to be on Team Rock. I can get me a nice house in Sandy Springs for that. <laughs> for what those guys get paid. But yeah, he's got, he's got, he's in that unique position where he's got. Yeah, you know, a team of people. Very nice. Very but nice. he's also got people who will also go part of that team. He's got two, three projects going on right now. Okay, we shot this thing here, the red one, here at Perimeter Mall for my scenes, but they've been in Atlanta shooting that one. Right. He just rapped on, and I'm sure there was a guy who was up there for that. Young Rock, that TV show on on NBC. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They shoot that up in Memphis. Okay, right or Nashville, one of the two. And then of course he's he's prepping for. The XFL. So that's you, what is he going to do with that? Him though? and his wife run it. Excuse me, yeah, ex-wife. Yeah, yeah, but they're, they're partners. They're partners. Yeah. I don't know how much production he's going to include himself in. I don't know if he's not going to be at least initially part of the announcing team. I don't know, but he's he's in that with both feet. Yeah, and we're going to wait and see. I communicated with somebody this week who's on one of the camera crews for that. Yeah, you looking yeah, forward to that? Yeah, yes, yeah, I mean, it's off-season football. We got two off-season football for people who hate for football to end. Football will not end. Well, we've been seeing these commercials for the USFL. USFL is going to be better. They're not going to play all the games in Birmingham. They're going to play some in Birmingham this year, but they're going to play in some other locations. Um, but that's going to be the closest because I don't think we got the XFL close close no, to us. No. You know, so the USFL is right down the road. If you all just right. want to go see some football during this during the spring and summer, it'll be there. Well, there you go. Well, anyway, here they go. The list is up. It's on GetCast with Greg also on Twitter. But you'll see, like I said, the Dizzy Project and a few more on there. I'm trying not to overwhelm you with a lot of in-front-of-the-camera stuff because it's a, it's a strange time right now, Sam. The th- things are up and running. They just don't have a lot of needs for extras, mm. so to speak. It, again, there, there's productions being shot. Yeah. Like I'm shooting, but there was no extras on set when I did my scene. Wow. Okay. And not all scenes are outdoors or in restaurants or whatever. You know, you got... Stuff taking place in, in different locations. Does but, it have something to do with the time of year that was seasonal and, and we still need to, so we don't need any extra folks around? No, I, mean, no. I don't think it has to do with that. I think it's the order in which certain productions are being shot. I also think it's a byproduct of the of the um, pandemic that productions don't use as many extras as that's they what, used that's to. What, that's what I was thinking. Not, but, you just don't have as many people around. But they're coming out of that tunnel. Like I said, I showed you that list last week from the production I did a week ago. And it was one full legal pad of three columns of people. Okay? I had a whole lot of folks on that one. The Rock had two of them pages for that red one. Okay. So, you know, it depends on what the production is, how much, you know, what their budget is. This was an NBC show, too. This is a show that's going to be on NBC. I did Found. I shot a scene for that. It's going to be up either in mid-February or in the fall. Looking forward to seeing that. My point for saying this is the industry's here, folks, and it ain't going anywhere. And while Sam and I... 
come at you from different angles as far as trying to find opportunities for you, not only to find a job, but revenue streams. This is a big one. And the industry is also helping. We saw how they lent, um, you know, they, they went into their pockets and helped the hospital down there in Fayetteville build right. build right. a or, or refurbish. I don't know if they built one from scratch, but they, they refurbished their break room, the emergency room break room. Mm-hmm. Because when Tom Hanks falls off something or or Jennifer Lopez falls off there and they're shooting down their trilith, they want to make sure that they are happy to put everything aside and take care of those people. Not that they wouldn't anyway. Right. But they they realize the importance of having that facility a half a mile away. And so they went and built it. The money is here. Billions and billions of dollars. And this is my little way of trying to make sure you guys get something. I've been doing it for as long as I have, and I'm going to continue to and, and, and happy to do it. So, again, greg.clarksonodyssey.com is the uh, way to get in touch with me the best way. And, of course, you can see this. I get cast with Greg on Twitter. I am on Mondays with Cannon on Star 94, giving you the update. I'll update this, hopefully have an updated one tomorrow when Sam and I come on, and then on Tuesdays on V103 with Ramona. Okay. So there you go. And putting a clock uh, – putting a <laughs> clock <laughs> – putting a cap on this, happy 87th birthday yeah. to a guy who we all know and unfortunately is, is dealing with the effects of – Dementia is Alan Alda. Yeah. Alan Alda, seven, 87 years old today. You know what I'm celebrating a birthday today? Who else? Pop. Popovich. Oh, really? Pop is 74 today. Okay. okay. Born on the same day is, and this is for you, is Gene McFadden. Y'all out there don't know who I'm talking about. This is for Sam, though. Gene McFadden, mm-hmm. as in? McFadden and Whitehead. There you go. Yeah. You, you folks hey, from Philly know what I'm talking ain't about, no too. Ain't no stopping us now. Nah, we might hear that coming back. Who knows? All right, we got a lot of Hawks talk coming up and something special in this nine in this 10 o'clock hour. Not only are we going to be talking about the Atlanta Hawks as they get ready to take on the Clippers in, in the second half of the season, we'll get into that, maybe some other NBA stories. But for a lot of you out there, you may not have known, you may not even thought that it was something that they had their hands in, but the Atlanta Hawks are into gaming. They're in to having E-teams and supporting their E-team. The Hawks, Talon, GC, just had their draft. Now, we can't get their first pick, but we have their coach. And so we are going to be talking to Ishmael Diaz-Torlentino. If I got that right. He's going to join us to talk about, well, listen, there's a whole lot of folks who just need to be educated on what this team is. We know, we, you know, we know about esports and everything, but how long has it been here? How are they as far as competition to the other teams? I have some questions about the cities that have these teams. Okay. You know, you just asked about times of year as far as acting and having extras on. I wonder, do you have to be a big city? Do you have to have a sports team there? So we got questions for that. But we're going to, for the first time in a long time, and Sam and I were the first ones talking to you guys about esports, and everybody jumped on board. And then it kind of went away for a little. I don't while. know if everybody jumped on board. But it, a lot it, of famous it, it happened people did. And it, and it, and it, yeah, and then it became you know, mainstream. became became a television event. But um, it's still growing in different entities, and you have uh, spinoff leagues that have played the esport uh, for most games or for most leagues. You know, the NFL is famous for Madden. You know, right. and then baseball has their version, the show. Uh, so everybody has a, a version of it. And this is one that the leagues have. In the, you know. The NBA has an actual league, and the teams usually accompany NBA teams. So most of these are in, are in NBA cities. While I'm in this segment where I'm talking a little bit of movies, something hit me last week, and I just wondered because it's strange how this person 
has spawned at least two really famous movies and a song. Believe it or not, Sharon Tate would have been 80 years old this past week. Now, if you don't know who Sharon Tate is, Google her and, and Google how she was murdered. Yeah, uh, She was an actress, but it, well, it was Charles the, Manson. Manson. It was yeah. Charles Manson um, and, and, and his the Manson group family. of folks. Yeah, the Manson, Manson family. family. Um, the Tate LaBianco mm-hmm. murders that took place have spawned two movies. A Beatles song, a movie, Helter Skelter, and then this past one by Quentin Tarantino, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where Brad Pitt won Best War. It's all surrounding Sharon Tate. Who It wasn't like she was Lucille Ball. It no. was like this young actress who wasn't famous yet. Made a couple movies. One of the Matt Helm with Dean Martin movies. Known more for, the, she's more, yeah. known more for, for her, her demise. For the Charles Manson murders that took yeah. place. But she would have been 80 years old today. But again, two movies and a couple and a hit song um, from her. Moving into the uh, 10 o'clock hour. Again, we talked about some of the stuff that we have coming up. We're going to check our poll, possibly. And just have some more fun here. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com.